You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to the Valentine's Views Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe there to support our channel. If you're listening to us across uh, the Big Blue View radio platform, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and drop us a rating if you can. We uh, always appreciate the feedback. All right, Giants fans, we are into monday august 15th of giants training camp really the the fourth week of camp monday will be the first practice of training camp without fans in attendance and the big story right now for your giants is injuries listen the giants have had a rash of them lately uh on sunday uh I was not in attendance on Sunday, believe it or not. I do take a day off on occasion, but I wasn't there on Sunday. Looked like uh, a couple of players, edge defenders, Jihad Ward and Ellerson Smith, both left practice early, adding to uh, an already long, long list of uh, of players who are missing from, from practice at this point in time. Uh, we'll go through some of them. Looks like Shane Lemieux. A left guard is going to miss uh, this week. Head coach Brian Dable was noncommittal about when Lemieux might return, said it won't be this week. Uh, wouldn't commit to whether he'd be ready for the season opener or not. Looks like Josh Azudu, who would ordinarily step in at left guard for Lemieux, is also out of action for a little while. Dable said it was questionable whether or not Izudu would be ready to play on Sunday when the Giants have their second preseason game against the Bengals. Guard center Jamal Douglas is also out. So you've got a situation, you know, the Giants have already lost uh, rookie Marcus McKethan to a torn ACL. So you've they they lost offensive tackle Matt Gano to a neck injury. So they're very, very thin. They're scrambling to fill spots on that offensive line. And, and it's a it's a tough, tough go right now. Uh Dable also said that that he's not sure that Kadarius Tony will practice this week. Giants have kind of been managing Tony throughout camp. He left practice early. Uh, two days before the preseason game, didn't play in last week's preseason game. Don't know if whatever's going on with him right now is related to the offseason knee surgery that Tony had, but uh, obviously something to monitor. And, and Tony's absence, I fully understand, is something that will frustrate Giants fans to no end after uh, all of the 
the twists and turns and ups and downs of his rookie season, including the number of injuries that he suffered that, that caused him to miss six games last year and miss a ton of practice time. Giants injury list includes a lot of other players. Ricky Seals Jones has missed, I think, 10 straight practices. Rookie tight end Andre Miller's out with a broken forearm, might be headed to IR for the season. Uh, rookie safety Dane Belton has a broken collarbone. Second-year cornerback Rodarius Williams, who missed most of last year with a torn ACL, has also not practiced this year since very early in training camp, was kind of in and out of spring practices, if memory serves correctly. So there's there's something going on there. I think Leonard Williams has also missed a couple of practices lately. I'm not as concerned about Leonard Williams as I am about some of these other injuries, although Williams is, of course, a key player. Uh, I feel like Williams will be ready for the season when it starts, I'm not as as concerned about that. But obviously, you know, these injuries are a concern. And, and Giants fans, you know, pretty much want to know when this is going to end, when all of this seems like every single year the Giants you, are devastated in one way or another by injuries. And we don't know if that's going to be the case this year. You know, right now they're going through a bad period where they're missing a lot of their guys. And when stuff like this happens, everybody wants somebody to blame. But the reality of it is stuff like this has happened for the Giants going all the way back to the Tom Coughlin era. You know, Coughlin made a lot of changes in his last few years, changing up practices, you know, letting guys do extended stretch periods, uh, just changing practice methods considerably. And obviously, when Coughlin began coaching the Giants, there were two a days, which uh, which went away, you know, several years ago with the with the new collective bargaining agreement. I think that was 2010 or 11. Things have changed dramatically. But listen, Giants had injuries with Tom Coughlin and the training staff, the conditioning staff that Coughlin had in place. They had a ton of injuries under Ben McAdoo and the training and conditioning staff that he had in place and the philosophies that he used in practice where he had a lot of light days, a lot of walkthrough days, backed players down quite a bit. It didn't change under Pat Shermer with, again, with, you know, with, with new strength staff, with new conditioning coaches, with, with new coordinators, with new practice philosophies. It didn't change under Joe Judge, who was incredibly careful, although he was, you know, a tough guy by reputation. He was incredibly careful with returning guys to practice once they had been hurt. Guys tended he, he tended to leave them out for long, long periods of time, make sure they were a hundred percent healthy before he brought them back. Didn't change under Judge. And you know, Brian Dable, Joe Shane were in Buffalo where the Bills had a lot of success avoiding injuries. And Dayball has often spoke about, spoken about some of the things that he learned in Buffalo, uh, a lot of the sports science that, that, they, that they learned in Buffalo, a lot of the things that, that he's brought here to the Giants. And maybe long-term, these things will help. But look, you cannot, this is football. It's a contact sport. It's an athletic event. 
it's played on a hard field, whether it's grass or whether it's field turf. Guys leap into the air. They fall awkwardly. Guess what? When you leap into the air, make an acrobatic play, sometimes you land awkwardly and break your collarbone. When you're playing fullback and you're going up there into the line of scrimmage and trying to throw a block in a, in a crowd of people, you stick your arm in there. Sometimes you break your forearm. You're a, you're a pass rusher. You're an offensive lineman. Sometimes you get your leg twisted up. Sometimes you get stepped on. Sometimes you get rolled up from behind. Sometimes players get a cleat caught in the art, in the field turf. It happens. You know, you can try to, to prevent some of the soft tissue stuff. And so far the giants have been pretty fortunate with that kind of injury this year. But some of these, some of these other injuries the the stuff where you get rolled up on the broken bones, all of that stuff, you can't prevent those. You can't stop those from happening. As I said, it's a contact sport. There is no one to blame. You can't blame the head coach. You can't blame the conditioning coach for, for a broken bone or for a guy getting rolled up on in practice. You, you can't blame the trainers. These things just happen. And I would think that Giants fans, after this number of years, would understand that you can keep changing as many things as you want. Injuries are going to happen. They're unfortunate. We wish they wouldn't happen. But in, in reality, it's no one's fault. It's just football. The best thing you can do you know, as an organization, as a franchise, you, you use the best information you've got. You use the best science that you've got. You try to bring in players who have a history of health and hope that it stays that way as much as possible. And and, and as I said, I I, I just there, there's no one to blame for this stuff. It's unfortunate. Let's hope that most of these guys, let's hope that Lemieux is back soon and ready to go for the regular season. Let's hope Azudu is back soon, ready to go for the regular season. Let's hope that whatever Tony is being bothered by doesn't keep him off the field a whole lot longer. Let's hope all of these guys are back on the field sooner rather than later. You know, knock on wood to this point, Saquon Barkley's been healthy. Daniel Jones has been healthy. Wandale Robinson, Daniel Bellinger. These guys have stayed healthy. Evan Neal, Andrew Thomas have stayed healthy. Kayvon Thibodeau, knock on wood. Hopefully these, these key players will continue to stay healthy leading up to uh, to week one against the 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 uh, Tennessee Titans and hopefully you know, many of these other guys that that are sidelined right now will be back but but I know everybody wants a scapegoat I know everybody wants an answer I know everybody wants a reason and, and there isn't a single reason to give you there's never a single person or a single thing to blame it's just the sport of football and, and, and stuff like this happens and you have to move forward with the players the best you can. All right. One other thing that I wanted to talk about quickly is uh, Daniel Jones and the Giants offense. As I said earlier, I was not out at Quest Diagnostics on Sunday, but it was reportedly another really, really rough day for Jones in the offense. I think Dan Duggan of The Athletic charted jones as six of 19 passing which is ugly but uh but 
you know, I keep saying we have to have context to these numbers. We have to look at them and say, you know, we don't know what the play calls were. We don't know sometimes if a wide receiver or a running back or a tight end is in the wrong place. We don't, we don't know the circumstances of every throw. We don't know what the coaching staff might have told the quarterback in terms of where the ball was to go on a given play. But six of 19 is ugly, no matter how you slice it. And, and I get it. I get it. If there's concern at this point, and one of the things that that I intend to ask Brian Dable, if possible, is regarding the uh, the theory of process over results at this time of the year. That's something that Shane Tierney talked about last week. Shane Tierney being the Giants quarterbacks coach. He said at this time of year, the Giants are not really about completion percentage. They're not about numbers in training camp practices, you know, whether it's six of 19 or 16 of 19, they're about process over results. They're about learning what works and what doesn't work. They're about learning why certain things didn't work. You know, why a pass fell incomplete, why a wide receiver and a quarterback didn't seem to be on the same page, all of those things. And I get that. And I understand that. And I want fans to look at all of these numbers and take them all with a grain of salt, because in the end, in, in the big picture, when you look back on the, on the 2022 season, nobody's going to care about what the training camp passing numbers were. They're not what people are going to care about is what happened once the regular season started. Did the Giants have a competent offense? Did they have an effective passing game? Did Daniel Jones play well? Was he on the same page with Kenny Galladay? Was he on the same page with Kadarius Toney? Was he able to to get the ball up and down the field effectively? And and for me, the question that that I need to ask Brian Dayball and maybe later on in the week, uh, offensive coordinator Mike Kafka, is when does when do results become more important than process? When do you begin to worry about the results? You know, when do you look at six of 19 and say, that's, you know, and and instead of shrugging your shoulders and say, it's just practice, we'll look at the film, we'll learn from it. We'll gain some information from it and we'll fix it. When do you look at six of 19 and say, Oh, that's just not good enough. That just had to be better today, regardless of of what the process and what the reasons were. I I wonder when that flips. I mean, are we do do Dable and his staff simply not worry about those numbers until we get to the regular season? Will they just continue to to try things in practice, to run out different route combinations, to to try things for the first time? to to look at things and try to develop this offense when do they narrow it down and say okay these are the things that we know how to do and we're just going to stick to these for the time being we'll try slowly to add other things to the offense but i want to know when it becomes a concern that that so often the, the passing attack in these practices looks so ugly as i said i get the fact that it's a work in progress but I think the question as we get closer and closer to the season becomes when do you get concerned 
if you don't begin to see more efficiency on a day-to-day basis in the uh, in the passing attack. All right, Giants fans, that's all I've got for you today. Uh, please uh, check BigBlueView.com for all of your Giants coverage. Yours truly will be out at uh, at Quest Diagnostics on Monday and Tuesday. So please check our website for the uh, practice reviews uh, each day and uh, feature stories, any other news that uh, that happens at camp as we try to get you guys ready for the 2022 NFL season. All right, Giants fans, thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the phone? (laughs) No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.